Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beer League. It is one of your hosts, Joe, with me as always, the full XFL Dragons, Seattle Dragons fan base alumni with me, Eric, Johnny, and you 27 now, 28, 29, what are you? Take a guess. 28. No. Higher or lower? Well, no. 29. Yeah, 29. Okay. I, for, well, that, that's, I forgot that you're my brother's age. Um, and really the Professor T.A. Father Dragon of the group. Uh, Nick's with us as well. A little happy birthday from us to Nick. I gave you a shout-out on our Instagram yesterday. Oh, you did? Thank yeah. you. I oh, yeah, you don't have Instagram. I don't have Instagram. It was like a uh, shout-out to our Father Dragon. Ooh, mm-hmm. And it was you. a picture of a dragon. Father Dragon, yeah. Um, fire. So we'll start off with you since you're the birthday boy, and you brought us food today, which is which is very nice, by the way. Of a man of your word, you lost the bet. Yes, which I, is even more funny because I wanted the Niners. I know it and was, I, and I asked him last week. Mm-hmm. I said, "Do you want to switch?" He said, "No." And I said, "No." And yeah. now I'm a champion. Yeah. So how was your weekend? How was your birthday? Uh, birthday was good. Went bowling and then lost a bunch of money at the casino, which was interesting on a Tuesday night. Um, but yeah, I guess just to get into this so we don't have to wait anymore. Uh, so man of my word, as punishment, brought a <laughs> delicious appetizer of homemade guacamole. It's a lot of guac. Nice. Which I made uh, right before I came uh, here. So it's nice and fresh. Wow. So what, uh, what was your game of losing at the casino oh uh roulette for some reason ah. we thought that, that was a good idea we kept betting red and red oh. kept losing i mean you always bet on black <laughs> oh, okay yeah, yeah everyone knows that well my always buddy black, my yeah. buddy kept wanting to bet on red so um yeah. we're doing that but yeah please have it have a taste let me know how it is it, um, I, I totally believe in gambler's fallacy to be a real thing like mm-hmm. i know people say it's a fallacy but no if it's red 10 times in a row the odds switch yeah it's a thing. Yeah. Um, what Nick, else did you that's do? That's really good. It's good. Oh man. I'm gonna that's I'm gonna get into that in a little good. bit, of course. Um, did you what do anything else fun? What'd you do for the Super Bowl? Oh, uh, I had some friends over, and yeah, just hung out. I made a big pot of chili. So, and then my friend made uh, pigs in a blanket. So those were our appetizers. Uh, no buffalo chicken dip because I realized I don't know how to make it. Um, I've always <laughs> yeah. just eaten Oops. from yeah. everybody else who's made it, so I just went with chili, which I know how to do pretty well. So, yeah, did you see good. anyone breaking the stereotypes? Um, no, because there's only a few of us, and it was just like a couple of my close friends. So, no, like stereotype weird stuff that we talked uh, about fair. last week. And I only only did a couple of like dollar bets. I, I like resisted myself until last night when I went to the casino. That makes sense, and that's why you went hard on the casino. Yeah, exactly. Johnny Beer, how was your guys' weekend? Yeah, mine was uh was pretty solid. Uh, didn't do anything too insane this this weekend. Besides yeah, just Saturday people. we had a housewarming out in Palatine. Yeah, for our friend Katie, um, we had a lot of people uh, ask ask us about the podcast. And yeah, how they really <laughs> want to come on and talk football. Um, My brother wants to come on and talk yeah. football. He told me that the other day. But uh, no, yeah, it was it was a fun That's weekend. Cool. We went to uh went to the housewarming. Uh, had a couple beverages, um, like a lot of them, and then um, we had the Super Bowl. <laughs> Super Bowl was okay. Uh, we uh, had a bunch of people over, 
at our place, we ordered some B-dubs, and our wonderful roommate, Dan, went and waited and like for like an hour and a half at B-dubs to pick up the oh, pick wow. up the wings. You're um, the real MVP. He was. Yeah, he's the, he's the real, real MVP is it, there. Is it still good? I haven't had it in years, and I'm curious if it, the quality dropped at all. Dan or the wings? The wings. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, yeah, no, it was, it was incredible. Uh, Got the I job mean, done. Yeah. yeah. I, we know, tried I ordering from like three other places. Uh, first bird's nest, obviously, because that's the number one I'm choice. I'm guessing you called that morning. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> call. Like Did they laugh at you? Yeah, uh, they almost. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they just don't <laughs> like, answer. No, they don't answer on yeah. those days. Even like regular Bears games, they just don't answer. What was the best sauce you got for the wings? Um, I think we <coughs> only had buffalo. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, can't go wrong. It was, yeah. it was, you know, just wings. We had some fries and some cheese curds and had some brewskis and watched watched some uh, a pretty good game. And uh, yeah, that was an that incredible was halftime show. But incredible we'll halftime show. Uh, incredible, yeah. All right, uh, my weekend was good. What the heck did I even do? Friday, I. What the hell did I do? I don't think I did anything Friday. Dude, I don't even know. I couldn't even tell you what I did Friday. This is actually terrifying me. CTE a little bit from oh, playing yeah. too much golf. You ordered some awesome, uh, awesome kicks. Oh, yeah, I did. But what the hell did I do at night? Yeah, I ordered two shoes. I ordered the Travis Scott Sixes and the Jordan Concords 11. Look them up. They're fantastic. Definitely the Travis Scott ones are better. I think I'm going to wear them when I uh, see him this year. And he's also doing a signing right before. The line's usually like an hour to two hours long, but it's like, if I got him to sign that shoe, that would be pretty crazy. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to just skip over Friday. I can't tell you what I did. (laughs) Saturday, we woke up and we went out for the Chicago Restaurant Week. We met up with someone. John brought his girl. Wow, did you meet his girlfriend? I mean, it's not the first time I met her, but it's like the first time that she came out with like, I guess you could say the other couples, but the other couple I've is Kenny. So it's like I've known Kenny since I was in second grade, so it wasn't that crazy. Um, And then we came back here. We actually tried to record a podcast, and then the girls downstairs were making frozen pizza. You would have thought they were chopping wood. (laughs) It was so loud. It was insane. Like we we like think the. Like when we left the heater on that one time that it was loud, dude, I didn't even know what they were doing down there. The bottomless mimosas got the best of them. <laughs> um, and then Sunday, I went over to my parents' place, uh, saw my nephew. Little Jay was over wearing a little bear's attire, which is good. Good. You know, let's go. I think he pooped right through within like the first half hour, but <laughs> nice. hey, just like our season, they're both, you know, shit the bed. So it's yeah. good. Um, so let's get in to the Super Bowl. I got a hot take. I saw a lot of people shitting on Patrick's Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, uh, his like outing that day, his play. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. I think that he is just so good and he is so dominant that, I mean, he was even pretty decent when he was hurt, which is even more messed up. But anyways, like what he did in the last seven minutes makes up for any mistake he made earlier. It's because he's so good for the first 16 games. Well, he didn't play all 16, but you know what I mean, for the, whole, for the regular season. Mm-hmm. And then his composure. Like, I saw people complaining that, like, I don't know if he should have got MVP. Dude, straight up his composure, and once you hear, like, the mic'd up, you would follow that guy into battle, even though he's got a frog voice. (laughs) So that's what I want to just start off with. So if if anyone's got a little hate on Pat Mahomes, I'm going to... I mean, he had a pretty shitty first three quarters. But Um, that last seven made up for it. Yeah. But I mean, 
it wouldn't have been that close if he would have played like a normal human being. We were sitting there, and Johnny and I were like, wow, he's not playing that well right he doesn't look com- like yeah, we he were, didn't look comfortable at all yeah it was like once he got he had to settle in yeah and um you know kyle shanahan just stopped putting his foot on the gas i mean his time management at the end of the first half remember everyone was like shaking their heads and scratching their heads it made no sense so weird yeah. he like just he like <laughs> wanted to run the ball milk the clock and then had a breakout play and then tried to like go for to get in you know conversion range and just you know, Jimmy G almost bailed him out, but it didn't work. So they even showed like the owner's box then, and, and the owner is going like timeout, yeah, yeah, like yeah, John Lynch, yeah, like, yeah, call a timeout, call a timeout. Like even he's like, come on, dude. Yeah, he. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a weird it was a weird game. It started pretty slow, and then it really turned on. I'm kind of you know Pat Mahomes. Did he won MVP? Right. He did. The, the, I still think Damian Williams should have won that man. He. I agree with that, but I do agree with that just because of. That last run he had was absolutely insane. Right. Oh, I broke that edge. I loved it. Uh-huh. The only reason I would give it to Pat Mahomes over it is his straight up composure compared to Jimmy G and like and Lamar Jackson earlier in the playoffs. Like his composure blew me away. Cause he's only twenty four, right? Mm-hmm. Or is he yeah. is he a little yeah. older? Twenty four. Yeah, he's twenty four. And he's playing in a freaking Super Bowl. And when he threw that second interception that bounced off the guy's, uh, I think it was a tip, and then he like caught it off his buddy's back or something. Yeah. Like he went to the sideline. He's like, and they were down ten, with I forgot. I think it was like nine to play at this time. And he's just like, it ain't over. Yeah. It's like it we're gonna get the ball back and we're gonna go. And like he he did it. That last seven minutes. That's what makes like the most valuable player. Mm-hmm. And I like yeah. that. Um, I totally agree with you. Um, playoff Dame. I think Joe Buck coined that. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> Which I don't love that nickname, but I don't hate it. Mm-hmm. Um, he really showed up, and like we're watching the highlights right now. Um, the only thing is that last seven minutes, and that's the only reason I'm giving it uh, Pat Mahomes over him. I think you know the Chiefs stayed in it because of his hundred yard performance and two touchdowns. So I mean, like, I I mean both happened at the end of the game too. I, I you know I, I get it. You know Pat Mahomes QB, and he looked pretty good and made a pretty. Yeah, I don't know. He ran a play action, and Travis Kelsey was wide open for a touchdown. Like, darn, you you showed him. Um, like, look, he's he's the best QB in the NFL. He's be- he's awesome. But was he the best player in the game? I think it was Damian Williams. I think it's just like the nature of the NFL. Like, it the MVP award for the season for a Super Bowl, anything like that, is like de facto going to go to the QB because they're involved in every play because they are so impactful on the game, uh, regardless of like whether they played the best or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. They get all all the blame and all the credit. So. Well, yeah, and I, I, you go back to it, though. Like, it, it would I would feel better if Pat Mahomes played okay the first couple of quarters. But, no, he played bad, yeah. and he was making bad throws and looked scared out there until the last seven minutes. He's like, he's the MVP of the last seven minutes. Like, Damian Williams is the MVP of the game. Yeah. So, I disagree with it. You know, I get it. I get why they did it. But, uh, no, it was an incredible game. It was so fun to watch. I'm like, we're going in the fourth quarter. I'm like, Patty Mahomes starts warming up. We're like, okay, like this, these last couple minutes are gonna be fun. Dude, you notice that when, uh, when the Niners had the ball, like right before that seven minutes, like last seven minutes. Yeah, he was throwing on the sideline. They panned over to him, and he was, like, I feel bad whoever was catching on the other side because you see he was slinging it. Really? Like he was throwing. Finally started playing angry. <laughs> he was throwing darts, and I was just like. Dude, whoever, like, because I just imagine the guy's like, what, like 10, 15 yards away, just thinking like, oh, I'm going to just, you know, help him warm up. And then he is just gunning him in there. I would have loved to have seen the other guy. 
like the little like terrified like yeah okay i got it Mm -hmm. yeah um but overall i thought the game was good um i had i've i've talked about on this i definitely had high hopes for the super bowl i was saying like i think what i was talking about really happened you started seeing what a good defense could do like could they shake up patrick mahomes you know and Mm -hmm. it's like i think we saw that for a little bit nick bosa um how old is he he can't he's a rookie so he's 22 22. i I don't know if he stayed for a senior year or not no 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 um he looks good oh yeah and you were talking about him very early on in the season i remember because you were saying like it was during the same game that johnny said bet your whole rent check on the browns Um, (laughs) you were like nick bosa coming off the edges is electric and he he's better than his brother he was so good i think he's he's different than his brother but he's faster i definitely agree with that it's similar strength but still watching him play was like fun to watch yeah the whole the whole comparison between the two is you know nick bosa is kind of like he's an athletic freak um he's a little bit smaller than his brother um technique might not be there. It's it's pretty close to his brother, but he's more athletic. He probably has a higher ceiling than Joey Bosa. No, but Joey Bosa is a little bit different too. He's got longer arms. He's came in as like a technician. He's like one of those low ceiling, high floor guys. Versus Nick Bosa is just you know he got drafted so high for a reason. So um, Joey Bosa did get drafted high too. I think they were just both like slam dunk prospects. Yeah, it, it was it was fun to watch him. It was hard to watch him at the end though because. You saw him on the sideline. He looked like upset, like borderline tears that they were losing. So it was it was hard to watch, but you know, better team won. Better team. Won. Yeah. What'd you guys think of the game overall, Johnny and Nick? It was fun. Anything that's better score than thirteen to three like last year, <laughs> it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, entertaining. Um, you knew when they were up uh, ten with seven minutes left, and then after they converted that uh, long third down and fifteen or whatever, it's like here we go. You know. Yeah. When they were down with. 2010 with six minutes to go, I, I really did give it to the 49ers because the Chiefs had no momentum. Yeah. yeah. Like, so while we're on that topic, we got to talk about winning percentages, right? Yeah. Because I don't know if you guys saw. So Kyle Shanahan was a part of the Falcons team during the 28-3 mm-hmm. upset. Yep. So in that game, he had a 99.6% chance of winning. Oh, man. 99.6. Yeah. Wow. Uh, that's pretty high. Um, and then in this game, he had 97.3. Yikes. Oh, man. So we, we got to say it. Um, choke artist? I mean, he gets him to the big game, so it's hard to win. I don't know. It's hard to win. <laughs> Dude, 20 to 10 left in the game. Did you really think they were coming back with the way Mahomes was playing in the first three quarters? Uh, I didn't. I counted, counted him out right away. No. I would, you know, not... Not after watching every single playoff game with Mahomes going down, going down, going down, and then coming back to win. Um, yeah, I mean, he took the foot off the gas, and then, you know, the defense made some kind of boneheaded plays near the end, um, give a big, big catch, and then that uh, that play action with a completely blown coverage against one of the best players on the other team, Travis Kelsey. How do you leave him out open in the end zone? So it was just, you know, a couple bad blown coverages at the end. I feel like Sala and uh, Shanahan kind of like, got starstruck it reminds me of when you know it reminds me of earlier in the season when Nagy kneeled it on like the 40 yard line put put Pinheiro out there to kick the field against Mm -hmm. the Chargers and we missed it like like that's what it reminds me of you know you're up try to salt the game away and then you can't play like that against Patrick Mahomes especially when you only have a 10 10 point cushion dude they did it every game in the playoffs 
Yeah. They yeah. came back from a 10-point or more deficit every game. It's just what they do. Mm-hmm. That's insane. I mean, this has got to go down as one of the craziest playoff runs. I mean, yeah. they were the two seed, though, right? Yeah, they had a bye. Right? Mm-hmm. But I don't think they were the one. Who was the one? Oh, fucking Ravens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, is it? It was a good it was season. Like the, the Texans game going down twenty four to three, um, and then they won that game by like fifteen or something. Yeah, they yeah, won it, but they covered. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, Titans game, they went down seventeen to seven, comes back. It's like they need that down a score and a half just to be like, okay, we could try now. Like, is that cool? Like, I could start playing with my eyes open because I, I can't believe they did it, but it was awesome. It's kind of like. Uh, in college when you had a paper due and like weeks leading up to it wouldn't work on it wouldn't work on it and then like the night before it's like all right now i'm in my zone crank it out crank it out get it just get get a fire in their ass yeah yeah. get it get a b plus and then you're like yeah i'm totally fine with that for (coughs) one night of work and i think a big round of applause to andy reed because andy Andy reed is he you know it's it was fine when he got a ring with the packers but it wasn't his team you know what i mean yeah now he's got to be in the discussion for one of the best coaches. He's a Hall of Fame coach, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I would like right now to read you some of his famous quotes after the game. So oh, he's becoming like America's sweetheart just because he says like the most normal things and the craziest thing, where it's like when they uh, beat the Titans, he's like, oh, I think I'm going to have to go on a diet. For Miami, like yeah. that's funny. Like yeah. America loves that. Yeah. He's going to Miami. He's got to wear his fit into his Miami clothes. I love it. Said, yeah. And so right after the game, on field interview, he said, "I'm gonna get, I'm gonna go get the biggest cheeseburger you've ever seen. Might be a double. <laughs> <laughs> Might be. I love it. Yeah, like oh, yeah. fantastic. You oh, just yeah. won the Super Bowl, and this guy's go like, eat your cheeseburger. this guy's <laughs> like, I saw the burger at the hotel lobby." And boy, did it look good. I might get a double. I also like, get a double. You just won the world. You just won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Get a quad. Dude, you deserve it. Get a couple of them. Dude, get two sides. Did you see what he did when he got off the plane? Um, Like, it was like today in the airport. He goes to the, like, there's like a barbecue place in the airport. And he goes, he's like, I got to get some burnt ends. So he's in there taking pictures of fans in the airport ordering burnt ends. He's like, couldn't make it. Out of the airport <laughs> without getting some burnt. I'm like, you do you, man. Oh, man. You do whatever you want. It's yeah. like you just want a Super Bowl, and you're gonna go to the Hall of Fame. I can't wait. The next quote that I loved is they asked him, "Are you planning on sleeping with the trophy tonight?" He said, "Excuse me, no." He said, "Did you sleep with the trophy last night?" He said, "I didn't spend the night with the trophy. I spent it with my trophy wife." Nice. Oh, nice. Dude, the guy's a That's stud. That is fantastic. I was gonna say if he's not married, next bachelor. <laughs> Like Andy, Andy Reid, it's just and it's just hamburger restaurant mascots. <laughs> he loves his trying hamburgers. to fight. Oh, that would actually be a good show. You have like the Hamburglar, you have the King, you got like the Hardy's guy, you have the Jack in the Box guy, and they're all like, you know, like we want to sign you a deal so you can only eat our cheeseburgers. Like, don't worry, we'll make it a double. Yeah, I think that could be a good show. Didn't they yeah. do a show like that with Travis Kelsey, like a like a dating show, like Bachelor type show or something like that, a couple of years ago with Travis Kelsey? They could have done same thing with Andy Reid. Yeah, check that up. I was going to say, like, Gronk, I, I'm surprised that he doesn't have anything. He might have. Yeah, no. It looks Bachelor like style. Catching, catching Kelsey. Kelsey. Yeah. Catching uh, Kelsey. Yep. Oh, dating, God. Yeah, it's dating show. It a couple of years ago. Oh, that's so funny. That's that's hilarious. You know, the whole cheeseburger thing with Andy Reid going back a while, um, I remember Matt Nagy talking about it. Like, he'd 
have those phone calls with Andy Reid or you get like really depressed after the season and they'd be talking and he's, they're kind of like down on themselves. And then, you know, Andy Reid goes, you know what? Let's just go get a cheeseburger. Like, <laughs> and like, that'll cheer us up. And like his emoji, he'll send like cheeseburger emojis to like Matt Nagy and stuff and like to cheer him up. It's just, that's his thing. He's like, love those cheeseburgers. He is Dude, the burger I love king. I love a burger. He is the burger Me too. king. Yeah. You know, I love <laughs> a burger. burger king. Sometimes you have a burger and you're like, well, I feel like I won the Super Bowl. So <laughs> nice. I'm okay with that. Um, so what about the commercials? Hmm. We're going to do commercials and then we'll go into a halftime show. I like the smart cat. Smart cat. Oh, I like that <laughs> one. Smart cat. That uh, was good. With uh, Jim from The Office. I'm blanking on his real John name. John Krasinski. God, yeah. John Krasinski. Uh, uh, was Captain, Captain America? Captain America's in it, yeah. Are they, are they actually from Boston? I know this is a silly question to ask, but. I don't think so. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think anyone in there was. Yeah, from they all had the. I, the it, thick they Boston. got me. War- they got me wondering though because it was pretty good actually. It sounded like. I love the girl. I'm blanking on her name that did like uh, this Debbie Downer when she was just like naming places. And he goes, "Pocked it and unpocked it." I love that. It <laughs> was a good one. Then he unpocks it. He's like, "Whoa, that Honda's driving itself or whatever." Yeah. My my favorite was monitoring Twitter during the game, and that commercial came on, and Pop Tarts Twitter comes out and goes Pop Tarts. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I really like that yeah, one. People should follow their account. It's it, it's a lot of gold. the Pop Tarts Twitter gold. is hilarious. Yeah. There's people like sending them just ridiculous things, and Pop Tarts <laughs> responded like, "I'm deleting you and blocking you right now." <laughs> it's so funny. What it's about um, Jason Momoa taking off like all his muscles and all that commercial? Thought it was all right. The the so I thought it was a little cheesy until the end, where he's lifting just the bar, the forty five pounds. He's like, "Help me up! Help me up! Help me up!" <laughs> I liked that part. Like that saved the whole thing. <laughs> I, a- one thing I like, I was kind of peeved about is that there were a lot of like feel good commercials, but like, it was like, oh, like we should support you know good things, but like they don't actually support anything. Um, like for example, like Olay did a like. We're giving X amount to charity and like had a feel good commercial. Like, good. It's like, but these other people come out and they put out this, you know, we should support good things and everything like that. Just support something. And it's like, okay, okay, you're gonna make you money off this commercial. Like, like, actually take a stand. And if you're gonna say, like, we should support a cause, like, give charity, like, do it. That's like the Verizon commercial. They're like, we support first responders and like, that they're just trying to make good on like a couple years ago when um, they like throttled the the service of like firefighters and yeah. a couple of them died because of that. Yeah, they everything. It's like, oh sweet. It's like yeah. oh we support first responders. Like great. Oh like with your phones is that how you support <laughs> exactly. them? Like and they buy them from you? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. Wow. Dude, the best part about that is everything that they support is already something that everyone kind of supports. So it'll be like, hey, you know what we should do? Fight cancer. It's like, yeah, it's yeah. a terrible yeah. disease. I, I, I agree. I don't yeah, think anyone. Yeah. I don't think anyone was against that. Like, what'd you guys think of that? Uh, the Loretta commercial, the one where the guy oh, was the Google one. The Google one. Yeah. Okay. The first thing that came to mind for me uh, was yeah. Black Mirror. Right away, that's an episode of Black Mirror. Fuck you, Google. It's so <laughs> sad. It's such a sad commercial, and it's always popping up on YouTube now, but you can't skip it. So it's forcing me to watch this, like Alzheimer's or shout out Fall Catalog, exactly. Who we yeah. are making a stand for and donating. Look at that. Heck yeah. yeah! There we go. Remember, subscribe to us. Subscribe on iTunes. We donate. Yes. Um, I just like I didn't get why it was so sad, and the internet had a field day with it. I don't know if you saw that. 
No. People were saying like, oh, if no, they no. have like all those pictures, I bet they have all their nudes. Oh, like, gosh. oh, I bet we yeah, can. I did not. Oh, keep up with Dude, people yeah. were going insane on it. Wow. Yeah. I was like, do you guys like, dude, the internet undefeated. It's <laughs> so. always like, because I, I was reading some of them and I was like, dude, I was just like a little upset that it was so sad. And I was like having a wing in my mouth sitting down like, oh, man, I should probably be doing something more. Yeah, maybe I was in the bathroom for it. Did you guys see a Clydesdale in a commercial? I didn't see a Clydesdale. No, no. I didn't. That was like a lock. Yeah, supposed to happen, and I did not see a Budweiser commercial. With the Clydesdale. I was kind of surprised. That's a tradition. Yeah, seriously. The the Charlie Day Tide commercials got they're fu- kind of funny, but then they got annoying. Yeah, it was like it was a little much. Yeah, a couple yeah. years ago they did the same thing with David Harbor from uh, Stranger Things. It's like they pick one person and just put him in like ten commercials. You in had a row. three commercials during a Super Bowl. I was like, okay, man, it's like it's kind of cool, you know, you're transitioning commercials, whatever. Like, yeah, you know, it has to has to kick ass, and yeah, it was all right. I don't think I'll remember that. The fact that you just brought it up is you know probably the only time I yeah. remember that. Um. One commercial I liked was at the start of the game uh, when they did the NFL 100 season where they had all the kids oh, they had I a like kid that one. running throughout the town. Like that was cool. And then they had them all run out of the field. Like I remember I was sitting at Johnny I'm like, watch this be like they're gonna run into the stadium. Like watch it. And then the Pat Tillman thing when he runs up to the to the statue and they like it stops like all the music stops and he just looks at him like I'm like hell yeah, like freaking sweet. So it, that was a cool commercial. I watched that again and it's got you know Mom Bear Hallis. Or oh, that's uh, right, McCaskey yeah. at the mm. end, uh, she uh, was the one that gave him the game ball. So, so funny story about that is one of my <laughs> one of my family members when she handed him the ball just said, "Who the fuck's that old bag?" <laughs> just like I was like, "That's uh, I was like, "That's the Bears owner," and he he just looks at me, and goes, "No fucking way!" Yeah, and I was like, "I'm not lying." How also would I like pull that out of my ass? Yeah. Um, what about the Brian Cranston Mountain Dew one? That was all right. Yeah, a little, okay. yeah. little bit much. A little bit much. That was fine. I like the Bill Murray one. Yeah, um, the Groundhog Day. Yeah, I, I didn't. I really didn't see the connection between Jeep and Bill Murray, but you know, hey, it's he Bill does, Murray. He could do no wrong. Exactly. It was on yeah. Groundhog Day, so that's why they had that's, to. That, that, that would make that, sense. That's why right. they had to yeah. do it. The Super Bowl was on Groundhog Day. That was so. a that was a good idea too. No, nobody else did a yeah. Groundhog Day type. It thing. was no. just them. Yeah, not at all. That was good. I was I was impressed with that. Dude, I'm sorry to go a little off topic. What's the Groundhog's name again? Puxatani Phil. Yeah, oh, love that, love that little guy. Yeah, I don't know if he saw a shadow or not though. He, did, you guys hear? No, he did. did. He did. He did. Whatever the one is, a quick spring. <laughs> no, I. Yeah, remember? I don't think he did. He did. Look it up. What's the one that's a quick spring? Because that's uh, the one he got. That he, early he, spring. He didn't see a shadow. He didn't see a shadow. And he didn't see it. Yeah, no, he did not see a shadow. Oh. But I remember that it was like really nice. Remember Johnny? We it was, walked outside. It was so nice. We were it like, was like fifty and sunny. That's Johnny, why I assumed. Johnny's like bitching at me. He's like, "Go get alcohol. Like, go go buy beer." And I'm like, "I'm like, I don't want to go by myself." And then I was like, "Johnny, just come with me." And he's like, "Fine." Like, it's so cold outside. We walk outside. It's like forty nine degrees and beautiful. I was gonna say I was tossing <laughs> pigskin around during yeah. the game. Yeah, or not during the game, but earlier. Um, okay, I want to do a little side thing before the. Uh, halftime show just because I, I what you were pulling up showed me I love watching the videos of people reacting to prop bets so it's like the whole fraternity uh-huh. bets the under on the national anthem you just got like the one pledge in the corner timing it and they're just like when she did that pause everyone's like finish finish the word just say something yeah. I loved that <laughs> I found that really funny and it was, was like it, was it the under yeah it, it was, the under. was the under we all, we all timed that too it was the under by five seconds minute oh, no wow. it, was, it was by ten I thought I thought the under over under two minutes. That's what I thought. 
156 and then it was 150 like point something okay yeah i had it i timed it at 150 and i was like okay and then tails never fails so let's go yeah like seeing those people just like praying and it's like dude there hasn't even been a snap but i love that sort of like degenerate like you just went to a casino on a tuesday like yeah you're betting dollar bets did you bet a dollar on the coin sauce uh yeah and i lost you picked heads i picked heads i i tried to go against the grain because everybody, all you guys were saying, everybody else is saying, tails never fails, tails never fails. So I tried to be fail. different. Um, you know, that's the hipster in me. And uh, it came around to bite me in the ass, and I lost a dollar. So That's what you get. You should always take my I advice. know, I know. <laughs> I regret, you know, if it rhymes, it's true. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, let's get into the halftime show. Um, I actually drove home at halftime because my brother wanted to leave. And so I didn't actually get to watch until the next day. So I will open the floor to what you guys have to say, and then I'll give my secondhand opinion because I did watch it the next day. I thought it was great. Fantastic. That's how it should be every year. Yeah. I thought it was so much fun. You know, normally, like, you see these halftime shows happen. Um, Yeah, obviously. Shakira Shakira and Jennifer Lopez are um, very attractive. Um, One thing I liked. Is when a lot of times these halftime shows, like you'll see, like just bad production. Like they'll look down the field, there's like nobody on the field, and it just looked, it usually did not look good. But this halftime show looked great. I mean, like it looked like it was a literal concert happening on on the field, and you couldn't really tell. Yeah, and that's that's what I really liked about it. Um, I thought you know the music was really good. I love the throwbacks with with Shakira and Jennifer Lopez. I just love those because we they were know, all throwbacks. Yeah, right? and mm-hmm. like that's I'm like hell yeah, like that's our music that I listened to when I was in like sixth grade. Hell yeah, like let's go, dude. I was surprised how many Shakira songs I knew. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Yeah, she's got a great <laughs> catalog. Like I don't I don't want to like because I think last time we were talking like name one other song. It's like she like I couldn't at that time, but it's like she played them. I was like. Oh, oh yeah. dude, this was like That's eighth grade yeah, dance yeah. stuff. Exactly. Like, banger, you know what I was talking banger, about? Like banger. middle school, just like hips don't lie and whatever the one she played before that. I still don't remember the name, but like if I hear it, I remember it. Oh yeah. Um so you're a big ass guy, obviously. They're shaking their rumpa tumps. Okay, all yeah. Over it the place. looks really good doing that, I'm not gonna lie, but it was also like a really good production as well. It was, it was I really did. Good. I, like, I agree with that. You can have both. Yeah. I thought if both of those women didn't look as good as they did at their age, that halftime show would not have been as good. Yeah. Yeah. The, what, <laughs> J-Lo's, J-Lo's like 50 and uh, um, Shakira's in her 40s or something 45. like that. 45. Yeah. They look fantastic. Yeah. Dude, I almost started laughing out loud on the train when I was watching it when uh, Bad Bunny came out looking like the Silver Surfer. Yeah, I don't know what that and was. I was just like, like a spaceman. Dude, he looked like the there. Silver Surfer. He literally like came out. And he was just he was rapping, which I'm fine with that. He did uh, his verse from "I Like It," and uh, I was just like, "What the fuck are were you thinking with that attire?" Like, someone's like, "Hey, uh, I got these silver pants," and he's like, "Dude, I got a silver <laughs> silver shirt, silver jacket, silver shoes, and I got a silver do rag." I'll complete the outfit. I I overall I really liked it. Still couldn't tell you another J Lo song besides Jenny from the Block. Um, I like when it started off when she was like hanging on the pole, uh huh, or the light pole or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought that was that really was good. Um, I felt like a lot of people kept saying, I kept hearing like, "This is the best halftime show ever." It, it's definitely up there for sure. Um, in my in my mind, I'm trying to think of something off the top of my head that would be that would rival it. Do you think that's because 
so many people didn't have any expectations for it. And so it being as good as it was, we're putting it even higher in our heads. Yeah, probably. Because it, it yeah. was kind of a weird combination. I mean, J-Lo and Shakira, it's not like they've performed together before or anything like that or have much in common. So Is mm. Shakira like newly single or something? Because that tongue work was like looking no. like she was... <laughs> no, she has, she four, was, she has four kids oh and my she's dating God. this guy who plays uh, for Barcelona, I believe. Yeah. She's um, who actually played that day. Isn't um, she? Fuck. They're like a what's his name? Power okay. couple. Isn't it Pepe? Something. Yeah, yeah. I think it's Pepe. That's He's Pepe Silvio. Yeah, that whole uh, weird, you know, thing was because uh, I thought she was just like, "Come on, boys, welcome into my DMs." You know, like <laughs> slides, you know, shake them hips the, in here. The memes during the Instantly, performance yeah. were just amazing. I turned Jesus. to Johnny. I'm like, "That's." She's never gonna love that down ever yeah. again until she dies. I saw yeah. the meme where it was Doodle Bob from SpongeBob doing the pencil over his head, but then it was her tongue. <laughs> and I was like, and by the way, this was like the next morning. So I was like, how did someone already make this? Like someone stayed up, which yeah. I, I respect. Overall though, I thought it was a great halftime show. Awesome. I think the biggest thing that you said, what I took away from it, is I feel like half the time in these Super Bowls, they pan out and it's like maybe like 50, 60 people on the field. This one looked packed. It looked like what yeah. I would see from like a festival headliner or something like that, which I thought was cool because I feel like that makes you more hype. Like, oh, look, it's actually getting like jamming out there. Yeah, I was. That's why I, part of the reason why I liked it. They catered to all of my musical tastes. It was yeah. great. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. I had this uh, like during the game, someone like took a clip of it and it was like nobody. And then the Astros dug out during off speed pitch. Goes, <laughs> 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 so I was like, I just, that this is incredible. I love it. I love the great. internet. Um, but yeah, I loved it. Loved it. Yeah. Show. Johnny. Love it. Loved it. Love it. Absolutely. Perfect. Yeah. Um, you should have seen me. Ser- I, I seriously, though, <laughs> those two women for their age, can they look any better? They don't age. And, I, and I saw some people saying, like, oh, I bet they have some work done. I don't care. When you have money, you don't look old. Yeah. If, if they're going to be performing if at the Super Bowl show, they have any work done, good for them, because it's not that noticeable, if any. And they look so good. It's like, dude, come on. They're in their 50s. Yeah. Like, J-Lo is. Yeah. Or, yeah, I guess I don't know how old Shakira is, but, like... 45. Dude, she, 45? Yeah. Like, dude, her hips? No. Lie detector? Beep. Mm. Flat across. They do didn't lie, lie once. They do passed. not lie. They didn't lie once. I loved it. All right. Bring them back? Bring them back next year. Oh, round <laughs> two. Every <Okay>. year. <laughs> Seriously. I'm so sorry. I got to talk about one big flaw. Dale? They had him Mr. play during 305? The, they had him play like oh, during a pregame show. Thank God. I, and I have a burning on that. Ugh, I hate Who, him so much. I'm, oh, I'm thing. I'm hot about he it. He sucks. I'm hot. Dude, he's not good, but he's Dale. He's Mr. 305. He's Mr. Miami. Thank God. He is Miami. I was happy. Like it's his town. He should have been brought out for a song. Well, he he should have brought out to like do a pageant wave and then like take him back. <laughs> that would have been fine. Like you know when uh, the Spo- well, I don't know why I keep going back to SpongeBob. You know the SpongeBob episode during the uh talent show where he comes out mopping and everyone cheers then he literally just sticks out his hand and everyone goes nuts like i would have done that for dolly um all right football's over no but now it's starting yeah best this team is in the now world. officially the dragon's den Ooh, step den. on in it's gonna get a little toasty beer we gave you some homework last week uh-huh. as you know this is the biggest seattle dragons podcast in the world and we want you to give us the breakdown of our beloved Seattle Dragons. All right. Breathing so, fire. 
So, for you Seattle Dragons fans that are listening, um, you might have been on the Seattle Dragons Reddit and saw a preview to my crazy actual machinations. <laughs> um, so, this whole week has been, first of all, hilarious. Um, since we decided to be a Dragons podcast, last podcast, um, we proceeded to, I started following everything, I posted some nice Twitter things, got some nice follows from some Dragons media members, so I'm, I'm excited about, you know, building a community of Dragons fans here in Chicago. Um, <laughs> it's incredible. It's like, let's go Dragons. And then, um, you know, we were actually part of that Q&A on the Facebook page for the Seattle Dragons. Um, we, we were had, that Q&A. We were. Yeah. We yeah. were that there Q&A. There was no one else on there. We yeah. asked, like, 15 questions, and, like, we were the only ones with substance. There were other people like, oh, do we get anything for being season ticket holders? Like, dude, shit questions. Like, ask them something, like, that's important, like, can you play Dracaris during every kickoff? <laughs> like, can, can we fantastic. get some Khaleesi action in here? And yeah. Like, yeah. The, you know, the president responded with some nice things. I'm, you know, I'm trying to make this happen. And this is like, you know, a South side thing with Chicago trying to always beat the big brother. Um, Brandon Silvers is better than Russell Wilson. And I'm going to die on this hill. <laughs> and I will, I will fight to the death on Twitter and on social media saying Brandon Silvers is better than Russell Wilson. How did and you I, pose that question? And I, so I asked, to, like the our, the G, it was like the GM, not GM. It was the p- head of player personnel. Yes. Uh, for the Dragons, and I go, why is why is Brandon Silver's the best quarterback in Seattle? Or it's like, who's the best quarterback in Seattle, and why is Brandon Silver's yes. that guy? And he responds with. Well, B.J. Daniels and Brandon Silvers are competing for the starting job, and we haven't made that decision yet. I'm like, okay, no, wrong answer. I'm like, I'm trying to compare you to Russell Wilson. You just fact, whiffed it. The fact that you replied to his reply saying that was made my whole week. <laughs> I was like, come on. And, you know, we're not going to get a lot of love from our, our Seattle Dragons fans because I'm sure most of them are from Seattle. But, you know, come on. I mean, look at both of them and just tell me that our beautiful boy, Brandon Silvers, with his 750 followers on Twitter, like, is not better. Come on. Um, so let's break it down. We learned a lot from that Q&A and then from me following and trying to get um, Connor Hamlet to like me. He's our tight end. But let's, let's break it down. Um, let's break it down. So Dragons, we're looking good. We got a pretty well-rounded roster. Overall, um, offense, we're probably going to be a run first offense. I posted this on Reddit today. People don't believe if we're going to be run first. I'm like, can you just look at our personnel? We have pretty impressive running backs and alignment. Um, and then on defense, we're going to run a four, three defense. We've got some good, we got a good edge rusher, good interior. people are actually saying our guy from Chicago, Will Sutton, who's a third round draft pick is actually going to be pretty good. Oh yeah. Um, but let's, let's go through and break it down like by position QB. We got Brandon Silvers. He played at Troy. He, I think threw for like 10,000 pass yards while he was there. QB factory. Yes. And he never really got a, you know, exactly. You know, Troy, I don't know, but he actually, <laughs> I don't know where he did in the NFL, but he did nothing. He proceeded to go into the AAF, and he was the third-string quarterback for the Memphis Express, and then Christian Hackenberg went down with an injury, and Zach Mettenberger started. He went down with an injury. Brandon Silvers ca- comes in and plays amazing, and then they bring in Johnny Manziel, and then Brandon, Brandon Silvers still beats out Johnny Manziel, and Manziel like, kind of rotates in a little bit, but Brandon Silvers did a couple things. One... He beat the Birmingham Iron in a very close game with two, uh, overtime touchdown and then two OT or two two point conversions. So hell yeah, Brandon Silvers. He put the team <laughs> on his back, and then um, he proceeded to almost beat the six and one at the time Orlando Apollos. And but then at the very end of the game, they you know turned it over on fourth down. So but uh, really really nice QB. He's tall, stands tall in the pocket. He navigates it kind of well. 
He's kind of slow, though. Like, if you watch him compared to, like, a guy like Tom Brady navigates pocket, like, he steps up really quick. Or Drew Brees steps up really quick. He'll step up. He's just slow. It's a little bit slow. <laughs> what do you expect, though? You play in the, you play in the XFL. Um, short, medium range passes look good. His deep passes, if just go look at the highlights. His deep passes just kind of trail off, and receivers have to come back for it. A lot of back shoulder stuff. But overall, I, I think we could do much worse at QB. Um, I think he has the opportunity to be a top three quarterback in this league. Um, <laughs> and the best part is he doesn't have to do much because we're gonna be we're gonna be running the ball so much. And uh, he's like a Jimmy G. Yeah, he's like Jimmy G, but better than Jimmy better. G. And can, any, can any of our running backs uh, throw? Uh, I'm just asking because of the do- double forward pass. No, that would be interesting. oh yeah, so that's two a good things, rule right? change. Um, one, one of our wide receivers, well, I'll get to him. His name's Keenan Reynolds. He was the QB at Navy, and we yep. brought this up last week. He's QB at Navy. He scored 88 touchdowns in 80. And I think he still has a record for most touchdowns scored. He's a beast. So he, you know, he can throw, but Navy was a run first thing. So that's one. And then two is BJ Daniels, our backup QB. He got drafted by the Seahawks was playing QB for the Seahawks, then got moved to running back and then wide receiver, and this dude can just play everywhere. So our backup, we have two guys who played QB before that can both run our double forward pass. Um, and then, you know, we'll go to our running backs. We got Gardner, Farrell, and Williams. I said it on their Reddit post. It, they're three-headed monster. They all played <laughs> very well in the AAF. They all, like, you know, our, the San Antonio Commanders running game was great. Kenneth Farrell and Trey Williams split time there. And then... Jaquan, uh, Jaquan Gardner is really interesting because he's five foot five, two hundred and one pound. Like he is like a little bowling ball. But you watch his Muscle. highlights, like he's not like Tariq Cohen, not like a, a juking dude. This dude run at you and hit you, and he kind of reminds me of Maurice Jones Drew. You know, we got three good players. Hand off the ball a bunch. Nobody's gonna get tired. Hit him with play action. We should be good there. Tight ends are cool. Um, Connor Hamlet's a guy that jumps out because I love his mustache. Go on Twitter and look <laughs> it up. Um, I retweeted about it, and he liked it, so I'll, I'll take that. Um, O-line, the only guy that jumps out is a guy named Isaiah Battle. His last name is pretty cool, Battle. Battle. He's also 6'6", 312 pounds, went to Clemson. Wow. Cool, cool, cool thing about our O-linemen, don't really know anything about him except a lot of them went to big power five schools. So, like, you know, he had to get into that school somehow. I don't yeah. know. Um, wide receivers, we got, um, we got Keenan Reynolds. He's probably going to be number one. He's also a team captain. And then – uh, Dante's bird he played with Brandon Silvers in Memphis. So I, I expect him to like, kind of like step up and play with him too. And then I got a lot of crap for this, not highlighting case and Williams. <laughs> you know, if you go back to the last podcast and go listen, we were talking about this. I, I mentioned case Williams. I was like, I like his size. I remember when he came out, but like, I don't remember like him doing anything. He had injuries while he was in college, but like he is a fan favorite in Seattle. He grew up in Seattle he stayed home. I think he played it for Washington. Yeah, he went to UW. He's got good size, and he was supposed to be this athletic freak, and people are like, he's going to fill the seats. I'm like, really? I just <laughs> did not see that at all. So offense looks good. I think we've got a very underrated offense. Defense, guys that jump out is our edge rusher. I forget his name. Um, let me find it. Um, but we got Will Sutton. Interior is like a three technique. He kind of reminds me of like Tommy Harris. It's like a pass-rushing defensive tackle. It's a little small. And then our defensive end, Stansley Maponga, defensive end from TCU. He's a good edge rusher. And then we got two pretty good linebackers, Nick Temple, and then um, I believe his last name's Johnson, Stephen Johnson. Um, they were both. They're both kind of like four three, just fly around the field, 
linebackers, and then we got some pretty good corners too. I think overall, well-rounded. We are a very, uh, very well-rounded team. We should run the ball. Um, Jim Zorn's our head coach, and he is an offensive guy. I say, you know, establish a run, hit play action. I say run play action into a double pass, and you're rolling there. Um, generally, though, I, I like our chances. We're, we were ranked on a power ranking, the worst team. I'm like, are you kidding me? It's like, how can you put Cardell Jones against him or up ahead of him or Aaron Murray or for the Vipers against him? He played like garbage in the AAF. You play like crap in the AAF, you should not get another job anywhere. <laughs> so, um, but overall, I mean, I'm excited for this year. It's going to be fun to to watch this team go out and play. The XFL rules are so fun, too. Yeah, I can't wait. Oh, my God. Have you guys looked at them, Joe? Have you looked at the XFL rules? Yeah, so that's actually something I want to get into. Um, before we get into that, though, you're forgetting our GM and head coach. What do you think of him? Oh, yeah. So Jim Zorn, I mean, grew up uh, or played QB in Seattle for the Seahawks. He's like a hometown guy. I like I like. Zorn. I don't know what his offensive style is going to be. I don't even really know what our defensive style is going to be because our defensive coordinator is like was a DB coach like five years ago, and like I don't know what that whole situation is going to look like. But for Zorn, I, I like him. I like what he did with player decisions too in the drafting. I mean, we're a very well-rounded team, and any team that's built around the run in normal football like is a pretty solid chance. It's a good, well-built team. Um, but yeah, no, I. I very, very impressed with what I saw. Was super impressed with the community too of Seattle Dragons <laughs> fans for welcoming us Bears fans to the to the uh, to the to the Seattle Dragons, you know, family family. Or I want to like say like a it's like a, not a pride of what's like a group of dragons, a brood. Is that, is <laughs> like what is it is? a brood of yeah, dragons? We can start using that. Yeah, we're a brood here, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, week one against the Vipers gonna be a fun matchup against our old. Good friend, Mark Tresticles, Mark Tressman. Oh, wow. Um, he is just, oh, man, I can't wait to watch him run bubble screens all game and just freaking suck. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, it, it'll be around the league. There's a couple guys that jump out, but I feel like every team is really even. I mean, you, we won't know until week one. I say, like, put all your money on anybody. You might win money. You might lose money. The fact that they're <laughs> letting people even bet on these games That's is crazy. ridiculous. How do they have odds? They, they shouldn't. I don't know how it's you decide. Incredible. Yeah. I'm like looking at these like players to watch rankings right now. It's like the freaking Wildcats have a fullback. Like Winston Demel from Kansas State is their player to watch because he could play like five positions. Like what the hell is happening now? <laughs> well, the fullback position is back. It's incredible. Officially. Ju- yeah, Juice, whatever his name, Juice Check scored that first touchdown mm-hmm. in the Super Bowl. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, who would have thunk that? Yeah. Huh? Who would have thunk? Um, but no, yeah, if you want to get into the rules, I'm Yeah, down. so a lot of these rules are very exciting to me. Um, one thing that they didn't talk about with their official rules, but it's more of their broadcasting rules. So the broadcasters are allowed to bring up and openly talk about gambling on the, each broadcast. So they could talk about spreads over-unders, and they can also talk about live betting. Which excites me so much. That's so Because wow. if there's ever a blowout, could you imagine them be like, because the Dragons are going to blow out every team, so it's going to be Probably, like whoever yeah. the Dragons are playing against. Like, wow, like you could still bet them right now at plus 35, because obviously we're going to be winning by at least 50 each game. So I love that rule. The double forward pass obviously is pretty interesting. Um, with how many like Swiss Army Knife, like Taysom Hill players guy, or players that are in the league, that's going to be interesting. Um, the one thing that's going to screw up every gambler 
is the point after. Yeah. That you could do a one, two, or three. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what I got to say. You got to go for three every time, right? I don't know. 10 yards out on a. Strategically, I just don't know how that's going to work. I just, I love how you can make it's what normally is a one possession. It's kind of like a two possession. Any touchdown could be. And the clock's always running until uh, two minutes. Until two minutes left. Yeah. Yeah. Two minutes left in the game, and then it goes college rules. So they reset the spot. Um, The clock stops on every. They're re spotting the ball. I don't know if it's on just first downs or not, though. I think like. Under two minutes, if they have to put the ball down, clock stop. Oh, wow. So I'm like, dang, okay. So that'll be fun. I think, like, it's game's going to slow down in those two minutes and, like, speed up the rest. And with the 25-second 25 25 second play clock, my one of my favorite things, though, is I don't know if you're going to mention it, is the, the mics in every single mm-hmm. offensive player's headset. Love what? it. That's going to be I, awesome. Man. I freaking love it. So, That's like, the fantastic. wide receiver's got the wide receiver coach in their ear. You know, like QB. It's, that was the issue with the AAF. So the, if you remember, I don't even think you guys care, give a shit about the AF. They had like a 25-second play clock, except they only had the radio for the QB. So QB had to tell the players really freaking fast. And then you have players that don't even know what the hell's going on because you're moving so quick. Yeah. No, this will make it so much better. You'll have players know what the hell they're doing on every single play, and it'll be fast. Yeah. No, I definitely like that. Um, this XFL season, I'm definitely like – Dragon Nation, we're going to show up. We're going to show out. We might be worse in the rankings, but worse to first, baby. Everyone knows that's going to be be that. Breathe in fire. Fight like a dragon. Fight like a dragon. Anything like a dragon, by the way. Let's hashtag like a dragon. I'm trying to get that started. Nobody else is doing it. <laughs> but uh, I'm like, you know, they just posted on their Twitter a really cool like picture of like a beer that's like smoking at the top. And I'm like, drink like a dragon. Yeah. Like, and you guys got to remember this. Once a dragon, always a dragon. Mm-hmm. We accept bandwagon fans. <laughs> yes. People might not be as long interested in the dragons as we are, but you guys could hop on the bus whenever you want, and once a dragon, always a dragon. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's just, you know, the only way to get out is in a coffin. Yeah. And then the 29th, February 29th, which shouldn't exist, but it's a leap year, um, we will be in attendance at the Seattle Dragons and the St. Louis Battlehawks game. Screw the Battlehawks. Bunch of posers down there in St. Louis. Absolutely. And the, the fact that there's so many Chicago fans supporting them, they can go screw off. So Seattle Dragons, the day we die. We'll see you there, Dragon Nation. If you're going to travel, meet us in St. Louis. Buy us drinks because we're poor and we don't can't buy you drinks. <laughs> and we would love to answer any questions you have about the dragon so you could ask us on our instagram we're gonna make a twitter as well yeah i'm gonna work uh, on beer that. league official and then you can also dm all of us on our individual um i'm badia aka badia we'll put it in like the link as well and mm-hmm. then i'll put everyone else's and that way if you guys have any questions about the the dragons yeah since we're experts we'll bring it up not ex- well it's you know our, we're beer league experts yeah so like yeah. sort of experts <laughs> i can talk a lot i probably have the shit i said it's probably wrong but all right, let's get into the lock of the week. So I know what you're thinking. Like, what the hell is the lock of the week? Um, so this lock of the week is our lock for what's going to happen in the NFL postseason. Okay, the offseason. Mm-hmm. Post, postseason. Yes. So what's going to happen before the next starting date? Um, who would like to go first? Johnny, I'm picking you out. What I think you? Tom Brady's going to stay in uh, New England. 
That's a Even though the Raiders said they want to go after him? Yeah, yeah. Nah, I mean, do the talk. Patriots did say they'd pay him like $30 million, so. Yeah, they'll pay him whatever he wants. That's not going to happen. Uh, it'd be cool, obviously, if he uh, went to another team and mentored, uh, you know, had someone sit on the bench and just learn from him for if a couple of years. If he mentored someone, let's just throw out a random name, Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky, sure. Yeah. Um, it would be a real shame. Uh, Tom Brady, Darn. if you're listening to the podcast, which you are, don't you dare come to the Bears because I'll be so mad. Mm-hmm. Let the record show. Joe is so mad. I'll right be now. so mad. I'll be breathing fire like, yeah, a, like, a, like dragon. a dragon, a dragon yeah. if you come here. <laughs> um, beer? Um, shoot. Uh, what will happen? Hmm. I didn't really think about it after you told us to think about it, but I'm going to say <laughs> I'm going to say that Antonio Brown gets picked up by a team. Okay. Ooh. I like that. I'm say he does. I'm going to say it happens. Nick? Oh, sorry. Um, mine is in honor of all my friends who are uh, Browns fans that are listening. Um, the Browns will make some moves, and there'll be wild expectations for them to win 15 games next season or something like that, and they'll do terrible yeah. again. And below win. 500. Yeah. yeah, below 500. <laughs> As is tradition. So, yeah. Kevin's fans. That's, that's, that's a lock. I would put every cent lock, yeah. I have on that bet if it were available. Well, who's the new head coach? The Minnesota guy, right? Offensive coordinator? Yeah, Kevin Stefanski. Yeah. Uh, my lock, which I'm shocked that it wasn't get taken. I wrote two just because I thought it was going to get taken. Lamar Jackson's going to be on the cover of Madden. Oh. Well, mm. probably. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, isn't that what happened with uh, Patrick Mahomes after he won the... And he NFL broke the curse. Yeah. I think, I think mm. Lamar Jackson... Well, he did get injured. He didn't have as crazy a season as, as last year, though. Yeah. Mahomes. He still won a Super Bowl. Yeah, he won a yeah. Super Bowl. So, yeah, I think uh, Lamar Jackson is going to be on the cover of Madden. Um, okay, time out. Where? Where? On the podcast. Oh. Okay, so I'm going to start off with something that we talked about a couple weeks ago that we know how the Royals officially left their family, Meghan Merkel and Prince Harry. So Meghan Merkel's father, who... I would love to have this guy on the podcast. He came out and he said that he wants to duel Harry. <laughs> so he wants to fly, but here's the best part. He wants Harry to pay for a plane to pick him up private to fly him over to England so they could fight. Okay. So you're telling me that Meghan Markle's dad. Exactly. His father-in-law, right? Yes. Wants to duel him. Why? Who the hell cares? Just wants to for the throne, like it's like the it's like the hot rod, you know, where he like always tries to fight his stepdad for respect. It's like maybe he just like wants to beat the shit out of him. Because what was I saying? I was like, dude, he's gonna become like one of these YouTubers that like doing like a boxing match. Could you imagine a four round exhibition with headgear, of course, and it's Meghan Merkel's father against Prince and then Harry. Harry. This is a guy who fought. In Iraq. So is the is the British duel, is it the same as like you take 10 paces and then turn around? Or is it like sword fighting? Or is there like some sort of weird like you got to like sip tea faster than the other person? So something? I'm not going to lie. Immediately I thought of the 10 paces, turn around, shoot. Yeah. But no, he just wants to fight him. Oh, so <laughs> duel, but I like fight. Throw Trial a, like combat. Answer the call. Throw a sword in there. Why not? Yeah. Make yeah. it interesting. Dude, no. Do the Dark Knight thing. Break a pool stick. Throw it in the middle. Have a gladiator fight. Let them in the armory that they apparently, they have an armory full of like swords and stuff that hasn't been touched. Let them in there. Give them five minutes to pick some weapons. Come on out and you'll have at it. Why not? Yeah. 
All right, we got a good amount, so I'm going to keep this moving. Uh, PETA came out yesterday and said that it is no longer okay to use the word pet because it is absolutely degrading to all animals. Pet? Well, okay. What do you call pet food? Animal food. No, that doesn't make sense. I guess you could just call it animal food. (laughs) That sounds weird. You won. (laughs) The interesting thing about that is if you look at the word PETA and you shorten it. Pet. Pet. Hmm. Animal. Interesting. Pet. Hmm. Ah. Really makes you think. Dude, PETA goes way too far. They're like always throwing blood on people. They're always doing something crazy, which I don't get. But this is like, I don't know if they are like losing support. Maybe they needed a... Super Bowl commercial to say that we're supporting PETA or something, but something must be going on where they're like, nah, you can't call your animal a pet anymore. But it's like... Think, but it's degrading it like to animals. What do you mean degrading to the animals? There's human issues that need to be <laughs> addressed before <laughs> animal... I mean, I get it. Animal issues, sure, fine, but... Gonna go really, home. that's that's your that's your <laughs> priority? That's That makes it top of the list? I'm going to go home and ask our roommate's cat... Oh, is it degrading to you if we call you a pet? Mm-hmm. And he's just going to look at me and then go run in my room and sit in my chair yeah. like an asshole. Well, I was reading some <laughs> of the comments, and they're like, well, you can call it like a dog or something. I was like, yeah, I get that. But the thing that I'm talking about, like, you can't just say, like, I have a fish, I have a bird. You'd say, like, oh, I have a pet bird, I have a pet fish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know I what I mean? Know. Yeah. Like, or, like, I have okay. a bird. Oh, how did bird get in your home or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's my pet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. And then you get yelled at. So... Incredible. 2020 is going to be a year of you saying pet at a bar and some girl like throws a drink in your face. <laughs> You're a dick. Um, okay, another one is Logan Paul and AB faced off. Oh, yeah. Because they're talking about having an exhibition fight and AB decided to like pull up his uh, turtleneck, which is like, I don't get, is that like a badass move? I don't think it's badass to wear a turtleneck. Especially covering your mouth. Like, I was like, I didn't get what it meant. And then I like it. They, like, got in each other's faces. And Logan Paul's like, oh, yeah, you've been ducking me, dog. And immediately, AB's like, oh, yeah. He didn't like, have a comeback. We're like, dude, that's your comeback? <laughs> yeah. And then he got on the mic. He's like, I told you on Twitter, I'm going to drop you faster than the Patriots. And he's just like, yeah. Yeah, AB wasn't ready for it. <laughs> oh, and it was yeah, just like, you did not look oh, dude, you shouldn't have came on stage if you didn't all. have yeah. anything coming back. And then the the night before, he had a concert. And his concerts looked terrible, by the way. His Music career looks Bleak. like a joke. Like, there's this new rapper that came over that actually got signed to Juice World's label called The Kid Lowry, or Leroy, sorry. And he's 16 years old. He looks like Justin Bieber. He's from Australia and he raps. And this guy has been, this kid has been rapping for like a year and a half and he, like, AB can't even catch up to him. And this guy's, like, not even that good. Uh, so AB looks terrible. He started the chant, fuck the Pauls, and no one said it back, which is brutal. To say something to your fans <laughs> and them not say it back, especially at a concert. Yeah. Concert, you could say anything like guac, a mole, guac, guac, a mole. Yeah. And then, like, you're going to get some, you like, get chance back. Yeah. So that's pretty pathetic, but I would watch the fight. I'd watch absolutely. it. It's, oh, uh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they're doing it for charity. I'm, they're doing whatever okay. they make for that night. It's going to charity. So yeah. just yeah. make it that much more. Yeah. Advance AB's CTE a little bit faster with a couple. Yeah, dude, I, I was seeing people say like, "Oh, he doesn't show any signs of CTE." Oh, he only what? shows signs of CTE. Dude, he's literally, he's walking, the he's walking CTE. Yeah. yeah, show the show the like when anyone says that, show the clip from the concussion movie. Like, tell the truth. Like, that's what I want. Like, dude, you're lying. 
Like the guy called the cops and then started yelling at the cops. Yeah. That is like a crazy person. Yeah. A wild. He's a crazy person. Yeah. That's like, dude, the next thing you're going to see is like, you know, when you, um, it's, it's sad sometimes, but like you see like a homeless person on the train, they're just like yelling or talking out loud. And you're just like, oh no, there's going to be a video of AB doing that. Mm-hmm. Right. But it, like for him, it's going to be like a performance art. Yeah. He's just going to be rapping, but it, like his raps sound like talks. Um, okay. Time for the food one. Cinnamon Toast Crunch and Lucky Charms is coming out as ice cream. Ooh, ice cream. I don't know how I feel about that. That couldn't be awesome. more excited. That sounds. Awesome. I think it would be good. I think it could be. The cinnamon yeah. toast crunch sounds good. Lucky charms. I don't know. Are they putting a little bits of marshmallow in there. Of course Why they not? are. Yeah, that's like all they got going for them. Yeah, that the, sounds. Awesome. The thing that I want to try more than anything is a warm slice of apple pie, cinnamon toast crunch scoop on top. Oh Ooh, my god, that does sound good. How good does that sound? The Lucky Charms, I'm not the, like the biggest fan of Lucky Charms cereal, but like, oh, that looks good. That yeah, just looks cinnamon toast. Fantastic. Okay, yeah, that looks really good. Lucky Charms just looks nice. Yeah, I'd probably I probably like this. It's cinnamon like toast crunch it, better. It's like strawberry ice cream with a couple of the marshmallows stuck in it. Like, See, I can make that on my own. Johnny, yeah. did you have your hand in this? No, no, no not this. You didn't. Okay. The Lucky Charms one should just be renamed as uh, "Can I Try?" Because that's all it's going to be at. <laughs> at like. Ice creameries. They're just going to be like, um, yeah, I'll take a scoop of the uh, cinnamon toast and uh, can I test the uh, the Lucky Charms? And then you go, mm, mm. yeah, just give me well, another scoop yeah, of the cinnamon toast. Crunch. <laughs> it's like that weird flavor at every single like ice cream parlor that is like weirdly colored and like you're just like, what? And it's like only like a four-year-old gets it because it's colorful. Like, like bubblegum exactly. ice cream? Yeah. Yeah, but mm. I mean, we like the taste of Lucky Charms. Not I mean, the actual I like cereal. The, taste of Lucky Charms. the actual Lucky like Charms. little like corn crisps are terrible. I, I guess I haven't had, had it in a long time. They're I've fine. Had. Okay, neither have I. I haven't had it probably yeah. since high school. But I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's my subject. But <laughs> I think we podcast. can all I think we can all agree that the cinnamon toast crunch one blows it out of the water. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not even close. And also, Johnny, tell the truth, because you obviously had your hand in this cinnamon toast cookie jar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Oh Don't what? Lie. Oh, jeez. Wait, no. who who wasn't here last week? Johnny wasn't. Oh, Johnny mm. wasn't. And when did this get announced? Oh, last Wednesday? Mm. Oh, that's crazy. Interesting. Huh. I'm, on, I'm on to you. <laughs> tables. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he, oh, he's winking. Okay, he'll, he'll talk about it as off air. I don't know why he keeps winking. I'm not um, winking. <laughs> um, he's my, just winking at Joe. He's, my last, du- he's double winking at me. <laughs> my last one for timeout. I told you we had a lot. This one is my favorite one. After the Grammys, Lizzo had an after party at a strip club. Dua Lipa was filmed and is now getting canceled for throwing hundreds at a stripper's tookish while she was dancing. Tookish? But. Okay. And so a lot of people are like, oh, this isn't feminist. This is degrading. This is absolutely like a joke. Like we have to ban all our shows and everything. And my only thing to that is, uh, dude. I saw the video. She threw about close to like a little over a thousand. Yeah. I'll take that any day of the yeah. week. You could throw whatever. If you're going to throw over a thousand dollars, you could throw it wherever you want on my body. I, I don't, don't care. I don't get that argument. It's like she needs, Wait, to be can- she needs to be canceled because she was at a strip club. Like, they okay, said it was degrading are, to throw money at another woman. You are the most hypocritical thing in the world, too. Because you're telling me you've all never, all those people criticizing her, are, all never been to strip clubs and all never done anything close to that? Come on. Come on. It's a strip club. It's, go, it's not like he's doing that. On, <laughs> she's doing it on the street. Like, yeah. 
She's doing it to in somebody a place who where doesn't it's want appropriate it. yeah. to do that. Yeah. If she didn't go into a Walgreens to pick up her like medication and turned around the pharmacist and like started throwing hundreds at her. She was <laughs> yeah. at a strip club. Yeah, but even then, you say, you say that, I'm sure the pharmacist is like, yeah, I'll take these hundreds. Like, thank you very much. It was yeah. just, you know, just make it a living. They're, but they're giving her backlash just for attending. Apparently. I was going off of this. Do you remember last week we were talking about the Kobe Bryant thing? We were talking about how that Ari Shafir went on and said some like heinous shit about Kobe and like how he's happy that he was dead. And we were saying that that's the type of actions that actually w- should result you in getting canceled. And that there's so many things that people do that get canceled are really stupid. Uh, exhibit fucking A. Because <laughs> yeah. this is out of nowhere. Yeah. I don't get it. Whatever. I don't even understand can't the cancel culture. Like I'm, I, I don't care. Isn't it more rude to not throw money at a stripper? Is yeah. this it? Yeah, looks like this is it. I mean, imagine a strip club and imagine what people do at strip clubs. Oh darn! They like, throw hundreds. I feel like this yeah, is what? the only place in the, you know, that location <laughs> might be the only place in the world that it's appropriate yeah. to do anything oh, close to that. And if anything, that's dropping hundreds. Yeah, that's, that's what not I was even gonna say. Throwing. She's not throwing. She's yeah, yeah just you know, no one got a paper cut. Yeah, releasing. She's gracefully releasing. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, so this one, when I read it, I was like, oh, this is like, it's got to be like The Onion or someone did yeah. this. And then I was reading the comments. People were like, this is a bad look for women everywhere. And it's like, <laughs> dude, it's I'm telling you yeah. right now, that stripper went home, told that story to all her friends. Like, hey, I was at Lizzo's after party. I made like $8,000. Mm-hmm. And Dua Lipa was throwing stuff at my tuckish. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah. So I don't, I don't get this. Maybe we're missing something. But to me, watching this video, I see nothing wrong with it. Yeah, I feel like we're missing something because it's not like she went in for a baconator. So yeah, something (laughs) that must have. Yeah, she must have done something, right? Like, why cancel her for going to a strip club and doing what's normal at a strip club? So yeah, so finally, I started seeing other people came up and being like, "I think you guys are blowing this out of the water." It's like if you don't want to go to her shows, don't go to her shows. But like we are, I wouldn't be surprised if she starts selling more tickets. Yeah, and then people go wait in strip clubs after show to see if she'll go and throw more hundreds at strippers dude I, I i don't get it i don't get which do we have crazier shit going on we have a an actual new disease that is like taking people out and someone's like oh man i don't care about that i care about this girl throwing a couple thousands of dollars at a, a woman and not even like that even sounded bad it was a stripper yeah yeah I don't, wow yeah I'm sorry. That 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 this one got me heated because yeah, I, I like fired doesn't up. Make sense. Yeah. This one like because I just didn't get it. It's, <laughs> it's really confusing. The people that saying like she shouldn't have gone to the strip club in the first place if she wanted to throw money, dude. Literally, that's the only place you could do that. It's literally the one place it's appropriate to do that. You're weird if you do it anywhere else. Yeah. Like if you just did it in a normal bar, you'd be like picking it up. You're like, yeah, this girl's kind of weird though. Yeah. Or like doing it at home by yourself or something. Yeah. Uh, it's weird. All right. Let's yeah, get into whatever. the rank. So the rank this week is going to be the top four activities to do on Sundays now that football's over. Also, real quick, is the XFL only on Sundays? Saturdays. Okay, so it's basically college. Yeah. Okay. Um, Who wants to go first? Go ahead, Joe. Okay, I can go first. So number four is bowling. I like bowling. You went bowling lat. <laughs> you let you don't like bowling? I just think it's funny that this is this is what we're doing on Sundays now. <laughs> <laughs> I like bowling. And and there's a place by us that's all you can bowl for fifteen dollars. 
Wait, so I like that, that one. It's uh, Kings and uh, New City. Oh, nice. So I like bowling. Uh, number three is going to be watch a movie. Go to the movies. Watch one at home. That's a fun one. You know, number two is going to be going out to a brunch and having to actually talk to people. Because during during football Sundays, you can go to a bar and literally like I could go out with you four, us maybe say 20 words to each other, have a couple of beers, a bunch of wings, a nacho, uh, and be like, I had the most amazing Sunday of my time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now I actually have to talk to you. So now I could be like, hey, what were you doing for the last 20 weeks of football? Let's catch up, yeah. Um, and then number one is going to be golf. Golf is my favorite Ooh. sport. It's the best Sunday activity of all times. Oh, yeah. It takes away all your Sunday scaries. It's relaxing. You're outside. You're in the sun. And you're playing a sport, which helps you not think about other sports. And it's a good time to shit on other sports. To be like, wow, why can't football have a 30-game season? So that's my four. Great four. Very nice. Still, none of that beats watching football, though. It's going to be so sad. Well, <laughs> hence the rank of now that football's gone. I don't like it. But, you know, I see a, I, I get it. Okay, mine. I'll go. I just wrote these just now. All right. So <laughs> number four, number four um, is to nurse my hangover from Saturday. So that's what I'm going to do on Sundays probably and be very good about it instead of like, you know, football season where I just sit there and like not drink water and just deal with it, hit myself. And I'm going to actually wake up. I'm going to nurse that shit. I'm going to drink water and eat bread. I'm going to be better. And then, um, (laughs) my number three is if I don't feel like doing number four, we're going to do second Saturday on Sunday. So that means (laughs) bonus 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 Saturday. Bonus Saturday. Bonus Saturday. Big fan. That's what they say about Sundays, right? It's It's so different. It's so So different than the first one. We (laughs) this this started a while ago and it got to a very deadly habit of us just waking up and drinking on Sundays. (laughs) We needed we needed to stop and I'm glad it stopped. Glad it stopped. But football season's over. We got nothing to do. Bonus bonus Saturday. All right. Um, (laughs) Number two. Number two, we got watch. XFL highlights <laughs> and watch our boy Brandon Peters or not no not Brandon Peters BJ Peters uh, Brandon, Brandon Peters Silvers. plays for the Silver Illinois Brandon, Fighting Illini Brandon that is Silvers our Brandon Silvers yeah. watch our boy Brandon Silvers you know sling the ball all over the Vipers that's exactly what's going to happen to me this Sunday I'm going to just watch those highlights and love it um, and then number one finally baseball season is around the corner and watch my beautiful Chicago White Sox come out there and play so well on Sundays. Boo. So I that, I'm so pumped. Finally baseball season's going to be back. I freaking love that sport and I love being a White Sox fan. It's so much better than being a Cubs fan. Am I right, guys? Let the record show everyone's <laughs> nodding. Yep. Johnny. Yep. Uh number 4 and it probably should be number 1 uh going to church and praising Jesus. <laughs> Ask for forgiveness for all my sins for Friday and Saturday cuz during football season I just kind of yeah, we'll delay that one for next week. NFL is uh, your lord. So, <laughs> so I got some catching up to do on that <laughs> front. Uh, number three, brunch. Whether that's curing the hangover, just having something to do. It'll get nice out eventually. Uh, looking forward to that. Number two, oh, man. See, you messed up my order. I didn't even think of golf because it's still so shitty out. Um but let's go number two, just watching a movie. There's no better way of spending just a nice, relaxing day. Hmm. This um, list sounds oddly familiar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you, I mean I, I'm not going to deny it. I, I, I'm going to go golfing every Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> That's the number one thing. It's by far the best Got to be outside. Do. 
uh, drink it with your boys, whatever it may be. Bonus, bonus Saturday. And we got the bonus golf trip Saturday. soon. Golf not trip. soon. Not soon. <laughs> when is that? August? August. <laughs> Six months. It's coming up. We booked a mansion. Uh, Nick, how about you? Um, mine's somewhat similar. Uh, number f- <laughs> number four, binge new shows. So uh, yeah. you know, not just like not just yeah. one or not just a movie, a whole like season. Whole thing, yeah. I want to watch the whole thing. <laughs> uh, number three, uh, sleep. Big big on sleep on Sundays. Sunday nap, best day to nap or bonus Saturday, whatever you take it. Nice. Um, number two, eat food. Wow. Okay. Hey, I, I do that. Really reaching here. Wow. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> and then along with that, number one, cook food. Wow. Because okay. I, yeah. I'm trying to get more into cooking. I made this delicious guacamole that nobody's eating. So that it's makes really, me feel really good right now. I'm um, really self-conscious about crunching on the mic, but yeah, it's delicious. It's fine. Very well done. Um, but I just got a new pasta maker for my birthday from my sister oh, and my wow. brother-in-law. Shout out to them. Oh, yeah. um, so I'm going to be making some delicious pasta on Sundays instead of watching football. <laughs> I got a question. You were talking about a Sunday nap. Yeah. You don't watch any golf, do you? Not really, but it's good napping weather for I sure. I was going to say, Sunday Masters, when the music is playing, just that, that Masters song, mm-hmm. when it's just the blank screen of the azaleas and the, the crowd, nothing beats that sleep. Because you just like, oh, yeah. And you just like it's like you have like narcolepsy or something because that song plays two chords and I'm just like oh they need to put that on like an audiobook with Jim Nance just saying like nonsense words softly in the background or something like that. Like Funny you said, that you mentioned that. Right I, to sleep. I looked it up and I was like I'm shocked that like one of these like sleep apps didn't pick up the song. Oh, it's trademarked and they oh. don't give it off to anyone. <laughs> okay, yeah, that I, makes sense. Okay. Because it is like so yeah. everyone like oh yeah like I love to nap to that. No, I looked it up and they're like. So many people have asked about it, and just no one has gotten the rights to it. Even LeBron James asked for it because he's uh, he's with that Calm app. Oh, I was okay. like, hey, like yeah. that's a really good this song. Work, yeah. And PGA is like, yeah, we know we have a hit. Okay, like, <laughs> come on, take your nap it's once a year. Every April, get to yeah. the back of the line. And uh, just 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 while I got you on the air, did you watch any of the waste management this weekend? Uh, no, I mean I watched a few highlights. I, just a lot about uh, Ricky Fowler. How did he do? He did okay. Yeah. Tony Finau blew it. Okay. Um, my big thing is as soon as the waste management come, which is the first, uh, it kicks it off. It, it yep. is the first of the uh, the season. Uh, my sister in law actually went to it. She said it's only a party. Yeah. She's oh yeah. Like, you would yeah. Mm-hmm. you would like if you really didn't try, you would easily not know that there was golf going on because <laughs> there's like, <laughs> there's like concerts going on. There's like a bunch of tents. There's a bunch of like bars in there, and so it's like it's like a festival kind of feel. Yeah, so people she, just drinking outside. She yeah. was like, "We weren't even outside a lot." I was like, "What?" She's like, "Yeah, we went to the Kygo concert." I was like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "What is going on?" Hell so yeah. that sounds insane. But as soon as the first season comes, I start like swinging, and I like see a couple shots, and I was like, I took like a couple practice swings just like without a club, and I was like. If I went out right now, I could shoot minus. So I, could shoot, I could shoot under par. And this is how I always get in. This is definitely because like the Masters is really when you can actually start playing and watching. Yeah, I'll watch first round of the Masters and I'll be like, I can do this. Like I'm going to go out there and shoot 65. Mm-hmm. And then I'll go play and I'll be like 95. And I'll be like, what happened? <laughs> what what missed? I was I was slamming the ball inside with no club. <laughs> like, what's going on here? I was dead straight. Yeah. You know, like, dude, this was like two feet from the pin in my mind. I don't yeah. know how I hit it into the bunker. 
You know, maybe the water just looks bigger in real life that I hit it so much, or maybe it's got some magnet. But excuse me, I don't know what the hell's going on with my stomach's all messed up. Uh, Thank you guys for listening, Dragon Nation. We welcome you because you welcomed us. Um, Remember, spread the word. Our listens have almost tripled this month. So I thank you to everyone listening, everyone downloading, everyone commenting, everyone giving us ratings, anyone doing anything to help spread the Beer League Nation way. Uh, We thank you all and uh, just continue supporting us and we're hopefully going to get better at what we do and show some love back. So thank you guys very much and have a great day. Let's go Dragons.